Good morning, good morning, good morning, my friends. Welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And you know what, Melanie, Marie-Pierre, as I I get deeper and deeper in this book in the right way, you know, now I understand the difference between reading a book and going through a book. Now, it doesn't make any sense to probably everybody listening to me, but this, this, this is what happened. So we're in a conditioning. We went to a seminar called CATS. And in the seminar called CATS, there's four books they recommended for us to read, okay? And in our conditioning, we have 15 days to read the book. And then we move on to book number two, and we have exercises every day. And this is how intentionally journaling is done so we can go to the next level. And let's say that, Melanie, definitely 2023 has been a year where we have seen where consistency pays off. So when nothing seems to go right, you have to trust your consistency and your personal growth to bring you to your next level. So we've had the most phenomenal month of August. Who would have thought, except those of us that we stand, here's my new word, steadfast. Is that good, Melanie? That we stand steadfast and we, we do not budge. So now I'm going through this book detailed in the podcast. I just want to tell you how powerful this podcast is. Even if, like I know a lot of people don't understand or realize it. So here we are where we decided with Melanie Miller and, and, and Marie-Pierre to say, you know, let's take book number one of the CAT seminar and let's help people really go through it. Oh my God, Melanie Miller, it's a whole other level, you know? And, and now I understand people that are, I call them um, personal development junkies. They're, that's how I'm going to call them, personal development junkies. They consume, they consume, they consume, they consume, they consume TED Talks, YouTubes, books after books after books, and yet they're always flat broke. And yet they never have healthy relationships. Now I understand why. Because it is one thing to read and say, oh, this is good. And it is another thing to intentionally take it and say, how am I going to use this to change five degrees? You know, a five degree at a time. So maybe five degrees change in me in a week, it won't show. It's like a plane flying to uh, uh, New York. If it deviates by five degrees, it's still going to land somewhere in the state of New York. But on a long-term trip to Australia, a five-degree deviation will literally land that plane on a whole different continent. And this is us as human beings. It's not a revolution. It's an evolution. It's a little five degree at a time. So welcome to the podcast today where we're going to focus on these four elements. Integrity, peace of mind, aligning our actions with our values. And the one I'm really excited to, to have Melanie Miller go through it. Somehow it's not going in my head. It's the law of reverse. I can't even say it. Whatever, reverse observability. How's that? <laughs> okay. And to help us understand the subject and gain a deeper understanding, we have our brilliant Melanie Miller. So she's going to take the four elements and deliver them in, in a way that we truly understand and not just another great book we've read. And then Marie-Pierre, haha, she's going to be questioning us. You know, she's going to, I, I say, put the hot iron deep in and go, psh. And what would you answer to this? She did it to us yesterday. And let me tell you, I left the podcast yesterday with a decisiveness in cleaning out. 
<laughs> uh, making sure that I have the environment I totally need to achieve my next level. So Marie-Pierre, that, that goes on and on now. My, I'm driving my husband crazy. I'm driving my kids crazy. But that's how it's done, thanks to the podcast. And this is what I love about this podcast. So please, let's begin with number one, sharing. Have you ever compromised and had regrets? That's the question I want you to ask to bring people to click and join the podcast, whether on hashtag replay or right now with us. Have you ever compromised and had regrets? Number two, I want to ask Marie-Pierre to share how the contest works and who our top five are for now, for now, for now. You know, we have these special new uh, awards we're going to be giving out to our top five. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. Yes, today is the last day of the month of August. So yes, it's the last day to accumulate the more tickets in the draw and to go in the top five of the person with the most tickets in the draw. So every time you will comment on the group, you get a ticket. Every time you will post on the group, you get a ticket. Every time you will put a reaction on a post on the group, you get a ticket. And every time you invite someone new to the group, that person accept the invitation and post to say thank you. Both of you will get a ticket in the draw. So yes, we'll do the draw next week because yes we have the top five officially next week but now month to date we have our top five in person number five we have Marc-France Toupin number four we have Patricia Brousseau number three we have Danny Chartrand number two we have Lise Boucher and number one we have Jacqueline Stockley and our top five will have a beautiful mug Les Millionaires des Diamants so it's an exclusive gift for them I love it. I love it. And it's really exciting for me to see how the content is getting richer and richer and richer. And once again, I truly want to thank the diversity of the content that's being put on the group, The Millionaire, The Diamond. So if you haven't been, please go. You've got Jacqueline Stock, who's really zoomed in and focused in on training videos of the one minute, two minutes, or you know, maximum TED Talk of 20 minutes training videos. So just really complete the podcast. I have my beautiful Danny here, our brand new manager officially today is her first day as a director. What? This is it. Uh, she's, she's specializing on the content of posters that are training posters. So I'm so sometimes we don't have time to listen to a minute, two minutes, three minutes, but to zoom in on a poster. So thank you, Danny. And then we have our lives from Lise, Melanie, Marie-France, which are truly helping the algorithms, but also to get the podcasters to really get to know who our members are. And again, an incredible thank you to the inspirational posters by Joanne Corbeil, Caroline Boucher, Louise Gauthier, and all of you guys really contributing. And I, I want to please give a big hand to all those on the pod bean that literally take the time to welcome all the newcomers. As I always say, when I walk into a new home and I'm not feeling welcomed, I don't go back even if they re-invite me. So thank you for making them feel at home. Thank you, Matthew, Lee, Sylvie, and all of you that are being very, very um, diligent, I think the word is, in making sure and welcoming everyone. So with no further ado, let's go over to Melanie Miller. And I'm really excited for that last bit of her subject. Take it away, Melanie. <laughs> okay. Good morning, good morning. And um, I've been down a few rabbit holes this morning, as you will see as uh, I progress in my talk. So 
this morning we're talking um, more about your values and uh, the first uh, section that we were covering today is called integrity revisited and above all values is integrity without integrity no other values can be fulfilled it is the value that when broken you will know you have a feeling so real in your body that you know that you have not acted with integrity and it's not a nice feeling so to have integrity it means that you are living in truth with yourselves and with others it means that you never compromise your integrity for the sake of a job or money or a relationship it means the whole truth and not just the parts you want to respect. At the moment, I'm having a personal struggle with integrity, with my integrity. And um, you may have heard of ChatGPT, a computer program that will basically write things for you. You feed it with a few ideas and it will reproduce a different version of what you have fed it. It uses all the knowledge it has gained from millions of people, books, papers, and is able to transform your words into something concise. It is, with no doubt, a fantastic tool. However, every time I use it, it doesn't feel right for me. I get that non-integrity feeling. I, I feel like I'm at school and I'm cheating, that it's some sort of plagiarism. And it, it's really actually been getting me down quite a bit. Um, and my way forward, and that's why I went down lots of rabbit holes this morning, was to do a lot of Googling about what is the integrity of, GP, of chat GPT? How does it fit in the academic world? When you've been in academia, it's, it, it's like beaten into you that you cannot plagiarize things, that you cannot use other people's um, stuff and claim it to be yours. And so this, I think, is where I've had a huge dilemma with using ChatGPT. And usually what happens when I use it is I take the information and then I rewrite it. So it's my words. So um, in you know looking at whether this is a challenge to my integrity or not, I have uh, discovered that in fact there are no rules at the moment for um, using things like ChatGPT, and the the uh, the writers remind us that many programs that already existed, like Grammarly, are already using artificial intelligence. It's really to make sure that you yourself are comfortable with what you are doing and that you don't compromise your own integrity. So I am I, now having read this morning, I'm feeling much more comfortable about it. And, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, using ChatGPT is something that is going to be continuing in the future. Um, and how the rules and regulations will come out about it um, is really for future um, legislators. But for me personally, I know that I can't claim to have written something when I haven't actually written it. So 
for me, ChatGPT is a fantastic tool and I'm going to continue to use it, but I can't copy and paste it. It just doesn't feel right for me personally. In our lives, we need to have peace of mind. We need to be able to go to bed at night and sleep without worry. Peace of mind is an amazing state to live. You are comfortable with how you live and you can feel good about yourself and your relationships. Self-confidence comes with living with our values, having the ability to know when our values are compromised and whether we do something about it. It will let you know how strong your values are. When I was a pharmacy student living uh, in England, I was at Nottingham University and one weekend, my boyfriend of the time said, why don't we go to London? I have a friend who has a flat down there. They have lots of money. It's going to be a great party. Why don't we go down there? So already um, I wasn't that comfortable about going, but I said, okay, why not? Let's go. But I hadn't been at the party very long when I realized that my values were being compromised. I actually said to my boyfriend, John, I have to leave. I can't stay here. And when he questioned me as to why that was the case, I said, because there are drugs here. I know there are drugs here. I'm a pharmacy student. I know that it goes against all my values. I cannot be in an environment where there are drugs. So I looked at him and I said, you can come with me or you can stay but I'm not staying. Well, he didn't come with me, so he didn't last after that, he was done. But <laughs> I went, I got a train and went back to my dad's place, which was about an hour from London because Nottingham is about three hours from London. And, uh, and I stayed over with my dad, but I felt good. I, when you make a decision about what feels right for you in terms of values, you will feel good about it. So what you do counts, not what you think or what you say. It's what you do that is strong. Can you be strong when it comes to things as, uh, that you value as important? Or are you inclined to go along with the crowd and sort of put up with the feeling? I know that recently I was speaking to my son-in-law about something and he was saying we're going to a wedding this weekend he said i don't feel right about it we're committed to go now but i know the reason we're going it doesn't fit with my values yes these people are our friends but they're not our best friends they're certainly not friends that i would spend three hundred dollars on um you know to spend time with them and unfortunately going to a wedding is going to cost you about $300, you know, with between two of you. And when your value says, I'm trying to um, be careful with my money, um, I value the money I earn, and I don't want it to spend it on frivolous things. What happens when you do something like that is you don't feel comfortable about it. And then often you might find yourself in a situation where you're encouraged to drink alcohol because that's what everybody's doing, but your value is looking after your body. 
So it all comes down to what are you prepared to stand up for? And um, I explained all this to my son-in-law and I said, the thing is that when you're in a situation, when you feel your values are compromised, you will know because you feel it. And you have to say to yourself, what am I gonna do about this feeling? In this particular case, uh, he, this, they decided, or they'd already decided that they were going to the wedding. And so you have to suck it up then and just um, enjoy it for what it is. But maybe when you're making a decision about things, you say to yourself, does this really fit with my values? Do I really need to go to eight weddings in one year? Because that's what happens when you're at the age when everyone's getting married. Whenever you do make a decision to follow your values, you will feel good about it. Your self-confidence will increase because you've had the courage to stand by your values. As your true values are expressed in your actions, we are made aware of the law of reversibility. So what happens is when you have thoughts and feelings and they lead to actions, which are consistent with them. What the law of reversibility says is, if I do the actions of something, it will eventually lead to the thoughts that go with the actions. So you're in the process of training your body, if you like, to have, or training your mind to have the right values. It can lead to thoughts and feelings and that would have set in motion the actions. So, you know, action, um, thoughts and feelings lead to actions, but also actions can lead to thoughts and feelings. And so it becomes a bit of a, a reversible law. It goes back and forward. And as you have actions for the feelings and thoughts that you want, so you will grow in, in self-confidence. So if you feel you are lacking in a particular quality, by acting as if you have the quality, you can start creating the, men the mental quality to have that action. So that's basically my understanding of the law of reversibility. So uh, I'm now going to hand over to Marie-Pierre, who's going to talk to us in, in more of a structured fashion about what to do with our values. Over to you, Marie-Pierre. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. So yes, uh, it's all about that integrity. And I love, I found a quote that says, normal doesn't really test your integrity, crisis do. But when the crisis comes, it's often too late to fix what's wrong. So I really love that. So <laughs> it's a great way to understand how much integrity we have to work on it now. So I have for you a test this morning. Yay. So we have a 15 question to answer yes or no. So it's easy to answer this morning. So it, it's a way to start your reflection about your integrity and your honesty. So let's start with question number one that you can answer in the comments uh, in the chat. So for, you just have to answer yes or no. So question number one. Do you remember a time when you decided that the price to maintain integrity was too high? 
Number two, do you have difficulties to do what you say you are going to do? Number three, do you keep secret from your spouse or are you a secretive person in general? Number four, if you were overpaid on your paycheck, would you speak up? Number five, do you take idea on social media from others and take credit from that post? Number six, have you ever called in sick when you weren't? Number seven, have you ever been in a situation where you had to make something sound better than it was? Number eight, have you ever compromised your integrity to keep a friend close? Number nine, do you avoid to share your password from your phone or your computer with your inner circle? So your best friend, your spouse, your parent, the person close to you. Number 10, does your self-esteem rise and fall with the opinion of others? Number 11, are you seeking attention? Is it all about you? Number 12, are you a person that take instead of give? Number 13, do you neglect taking care of yourself and being honest about your needs? Number 14, are you engaging in gossips? And number 15, do you blame others instead of taking responsibility for your action? So each question you answer only yes or no. So now you can see how many yeses you get and how many no's that you get. So if you have more yes than no, that means you need to work on that integrity. If you have more no's, yes, you are on the great way. But keep in mind that no one is perfect. Everyone can make mistakes from time to time, but recognizing those signs that uh, can help you maintain a higher level of awareness about your own behavior and the behavior of those around you. So striving for integrity is an ongoing process that will require self-awareness, self-reflection, <laughs> self and commitment to, do, uh, to doing what is right, even when it's challenging. So Maintaining your integrity, yes, it's crucial. It's something that you have to do every day. So I have for you five tips to help you uh, avoid compromising your integrity. So number one, know your values. So if you were with us last week, we work on that. So if you weren't with us last week, go back and listen to the podcast. Do the exercise about the value. So when you clearly define your value, your principle, this will serve you as your compass in making decision and thinking action. Number two, think long term. So consider the long term consequences of your action. While compromising your integrity might bring short term gain, it can damage your reputation in the long run. Number three, choose your company. So surround yourself with people who share similar value. 
because peer influence can play a significant role in your decision making. Number four, prioritize ethics over success. So don't let the pursuit of success cause you to compromise your ethical standard. True success is built on the foundation of integrity. And number five, take responsibility. If you make a mistake, on up to it, taking responsibility will demonstra demonstrate your commitment to integrity. So yes, uh, again, integrity is a valuable asset that can shape your personal and professional reputation. It's not always easy, but it's the, the path that will lead you to self-respect and the respect of others. So I hope with that you understand how much it's important to know about your integrity and to have that self-awareness about that. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. So as, as I, I wanted to write to close today, there's a few things that came to mind. Now, you need to remember we're like the hands here. Every one of us are very different. If you look, take a look at your hand, whether you're looking at your thumb, your index finger, we're all different, but yet we need each other to be able to function. And so goes with values, integrity, um, priorities. They're very different from one person to the other. Example, my husband is Muslim. One of his values is he doesn't drink. His reason being, of course, the obvious, which is a religious belief. So it, it is part of his values. Whereas I don't drink because I don't like the effect it has on me as soon as a little bit of alcohol is streaming down my veins. So remember, no judgment when you talk about these elements. This is one of the first things I realized this morning I was writing down. Because I come from a very diverse background, because I'm married to a Muslim who comes from Algeria, because I'm born in Italy, raised in Canada, Catholic, because my dad remarried to a French-Canadian. You know, everybody is great people. But what defines us is very different. And yesterday at the English rally, and I'm going to do it again tonight, when I asked Pauline and Melanie Miller to identify their five top values, we were very different somehow in our top five values, where, you know, um, um, Melanie Miller in her top five put kindness. Now you have to understand, I'm very, very kind and very, very generous, but it wasn't part of my top five. So I laughed at, I laughed and I said, so when you're crying, go see Melanie Miller or when or not, we go see Pauline. Now remember, we're all different hands. So stay away from opinion and judgment because from the moment you are opinionated and you are judgmental, you just broke the rule of, 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 of leveling up. You understand? We are so different. You have no, uh, no, uh, no, no understanding of that. I have been privileged to travel to Algeria and to sit down on the floor and eat the couscous with my hands. I have been privileged to be part of my village and it's completely different. And you have to understand if I start seeing you with my glasses, then my interpretation of you will be will be wrong. So that's first and foremost what I want to say coming back from coming from a very diverse background personally. And number two, having worked 41 years with such a, a different crowd going from welfare, you know, um, actual, you know, what, what you call, you know, the, the pyramid of Maslow, I think it's called having worked with the bottom up, up bottom, like, Wherever we're coming from will be different and our capacity to be inclusive is the most amazing thing we can work on. And to do that, 
we need to develop self-confidence. So I'm very self-confident when I'm talking to a Melanie Miller with a doctorate degree. And I'm very self-confident when I'm talking to somebody who doesn't know how to read and write. By the way, that was my mom. So I'm very, very, you know, uh, have this incredible capacity to be all over this scale, right? So what I want to leave you with is a powerful message about the importance of integrity and never compromising on our values. So things like, I don't take drugs, I don't hang around people that take drugs, perfect. But you need to remember, if that child was raised with parents that took drugs and smoking marijuana was a common thing in their home, do not judge them, do not judge them because this is what I said to my husband, you know, you know, prior to getting married, he said, would you consider converting to Muslim? And this is what I answered Mohammed. I said, you know, Mohammed, if you were born where I was born and you were raised the way you, I was raised, you'd be as Catholic as I am. And if I was born where you were born and I was raised the way you were raised, I would be as Muslim as you are. So we need to make a judgment call here. Do we love each other for our differences? Or do we start saying, if you do this, then I will love you. So that was the beginning of our relationship. So, so I really need you to keep this in mind because when you're very, very harsh in your way of expressing yourself, you're being exclusive and not inclusive. Oh, I don't even know if that was properly said in English. But I hope you're, you're feeling me. What's important here is you, you. And what is important to me and isn't to you, and I start judging you for that, then I am just as guilty, okay? Even Jesus said when the woman cheated on her husband and they, they would throw rocks. Remember that scene? For those that, okay, I'm not very good in telling the stories, by the way, okay? You're probably set all crooked. And Jesus said, throw you the first rock who has never sinned. Okay, so there's one thing I really don't want you going out of this podcast being judgmental. This is not where we want to stand. What, where I want to bring you is integrity, simply put, is the alignment between your personal thoughts and your words and action. Not mine, not Marie-Pierre, not Melanie Mill, yours. Okay, so I need you to walk away feeling great. It's yours. It's like a moral compass. You'll hear me always talking about the moral compass, the moral compass. In my religion, it's absolute, religious, absolutely not. But I do believe that raising our children religious will give them the, 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 the work ethic, the code, the ethic code. And, you know, like I went to driving school, okay? So I know that when I go over 100, I'm at risk of getting a ticket. Do you understand? It creates invisible boundaries. So I'll push it to 119. I don't lack integrity. You understand? It, it's normal. It's human behavior. So this is like a moral compass for you. It's going to guide us in making choices even when no one is watching. Whether you're watching me or not, you have to know I am exactly the same person. I am exactly the same person. This is what I need you to know. So I want you to imagine a world that this is Maria saying this, you know, imagine where everybody embraced integrity. Oh my God, how life would be different. All I want to leave you with is in my life as a business person for 41 years, I have been faced with a lot of cases where temptation to compromise 
my values, whether it was lying to gain an advantage or engaging in unethical practices, you know, and I could go on and I, I just want to leave it up to your imagination. Everything that Mohammed and I could possibly be faced with generating a business that generates millions of dollars a year. Okay. I'm going to leave that to your imagination. Okay. And Mohammed and I have remained steadfast. That's why I love that word, Melanie. So I said, okay, this is a new word for Maria. We have remained steadfast, solid in our commitments to integrity, making decisions that honored our principles. You'll never see me serving alcohol in my home, okay? Because I don't want to see the other side of you in my home. Now, if it's outside my home, it's your prerogative. Okay, and Mel, um, Marie-Pierre has seen me, I don't touch alcohol, not because I'm Muslim, again, because, and I could go on and on. That's not, that's not where I want to go, right? So what I want you to, what I want to tell you is, and because of this, because of this, it has earned me the respect and trust of my colleagues. I know that Melanie Miller, no matter how upset I can get her, I know she trusts me. And I know she has no doubt on my trust. She might not be um, in accordance with my ways of doing a lot of things, which is normal. We're, you know, like we're the, the fingers of a hand. We're all different. But that's what brings us together is our differences. Do you understand? And there's things she does that I would never do. But that doesn't make her wrong or right. Like for me, it's very important that you leave with this, especially being in a mixed marriage and being part of this incredible business where I need to work with very diverse people for real. Okay. So my unwavering integrity has shaped my financial success. Yes, of course. But more importantly, it has shaped the respect of the loved ones around me. I say this, I get emotional because yesterday when my sister came back home from Florida, you know, I went and see the kids and the kids said, said, Bika said, it shows Auntie Maria when you walk into a room. I knew you had taken care of the home just by the way it smelled when we walked in. See, the way I do anything is the way I, I don't cheat. I don't know how to explain it to you. I hired somebody to help me clean the home. And then something in my mind said, hmm, and Marie-Pierre knows. I went back at 11 o'clock at night. And in fact, they hadn't pa passed the mop under the bed, you know, like, and, and again, do not judge the cleaning person because I don't think the cleaning person has the right knowledge in proper cleaning. So be very careful. You know, I really want you guys to leave and sorry if I'm, we're going longer. I don't want you to be judgmental. I believe we would live in a beautiful world if we would stop wanting other people to be like us and rather love each other for our differences. That's one of the books I got to write before I die, like for real, for real, okay? So I want, I just want you to know, um, I know I inspire my team, I know I inspire my family because I have embraced integrity. Integrity where it matters for me, again, for me, okay? So in closing, I want to leave you with a call to action. Let us all commit to today to upholding the highest standard of integrity, so decide, what are your, be at the meeting tonight. I'm going to talk about the values. You're really going to walk away with a clear understanding. And remember the top five values of Melanie Miller are not the top five values of Maria Mariano. And the top five values of Maria Mariano are not the top five values of Marie-Pierre Tetreau. Is, is everybody getting this with, with me today? Okay, good. So remember our true character is not defined by the words alone, 
but by the constant consistency of my actions. It's the actions that people look at us, look, look at us. So if you want to have self-confidence, I must call upon you to embrace integrity as your guiding light. Okay. What are the things that you will never compromise and, and, and please stick by them. You will walk confident in, in the worst rooms. You know, if people, there's drugs around, like Melanie Miller said, if there's drunken people, you will walk tall and you will walk solid and you will trust yourself and you will trust the incredible journey that awaits you for real. And that's where, where, where I wanted to take you today in the closing. I love you guys so much. Again, sorry for the tardiness, because I really believe it was worth it, okay? So bye, guys. Love you, and see you tonight for the Francophones.